0: Welcome to the Giants Huddle. Get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle. The
1: New York Giants podcast.
0: Hi, good everybody. I'm Paul Dettino and welcome to another episode of the Giants Huddle podcast. Today we sit down and talk to Giants legend Ahmad Bradshaw, a seventh-round pick out of Marshall in 2007, who played for the Giants through the 2012 season. He was a two-time Super Bowl champion. I want to remind everyone that the Giants huddle can be found on Giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and all your favorite podcast platforms and services, including TuneIn and Apple Podcasts. Now I welcome in Ahmad Bradshaw. So Ahmad, when you think back of your two Super Bowl championships here with the New York Giants. Both very different in that in one, you're a rookie and a role player. Number two, you're one of the main components of the title. How do you view them when you look back? Is there a difference or do they both kinda go to the top of the mantle, so to speak?
1: Uh you know, my part I played in the second one. I feel like I had a bigger role and I feel like I was, you know, more a part of the team that year. Um, but just the role I played in my rookie year, um, coming in and, and all the, all the incidences that happened with Derek Ward and, you know, the injuries and, you know, Ruben Jones was next in line and, you know, there I was third, fourth in line and, and, you know, not knowing if I, I, I would be able to play that year or, you know, I'd play, come in, you know, during the fourth, fourth quarter of that game, some of the games that season. So it was. You know, it's kind of difficult. I would, you know, I was kind of successful in the fourth quarter, which you know, you never knew or who you were playing with in the fourth quarter. So, but I feel like my role, yes, in the second Super Bowl was was bigger, but the first one was more exciting. <laughs> well,
0: certainly a, a pride factor because, as you say, in that first one, you're kind of like the underdog on the depth chart, right. and fourth quarters, you know, what they say that's crunch time. It's who's on the field in the fourth.
1: Well, I mean, you know, they used to call me Sparky, Spark Plug, you know, because I come in, in the fourth quarter that season and, you know, I just sparked the team back up and give them a little boost of energy and, and, you know, just try to use my speed and my strength to, to make big plays. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that was my role for that season. And, you know, that's what, just what I took advantage of.
0: You know, I remember it was when Justin Tuck called you and Ward and Jacobs Earth, Wind, and Fire, and that name stuck, uh, and rightfully so, because that triple threat in the backfield was just so potent against other teams around the league. You guys took a lot of pride in being able to do that.
1: Oh, yeah, and we took pride in it because we loved each other. Uh, you know, we gave each other, you know, we gave each other carries. They They, they handed me, you know. The throne in the fourth quarter, and they were like, you know, you got it, you know, and uh, that's just how much we trusted each other. Um, and we tried to make the statement, you know, uh, just you know, having two, three backs in, in the backfield, you know, being able to make different plays and, and being an explosive backfield, you know, it was it was a it was a trend at that time that we we felt like we could we could set.
0: And of course, having a little bit of a different skill set was the reason why you could do it. Right. Otherwise, it wouldn't have worked as well.
1: Oh, definitely. We all complimented each other. Um, Brandon, you know, he was a, he was a bruiser. He beat him down. Uh, D-Work, he was just like the smooth, just, you know, he was smooth. He took whatever was given to him. And, you know, me, I would come in and try to use my speed and my shiftiness to, you know, and my power, I guess, to, to, you know, try to, try to get past him at the end of the game to, you know, to be successful for our offense.
0: You know, one of the things I always thought of, Mod, you were a low draft choice. Of course, Ward comes off the scrap. Brandon Jacobs was a mid-round draft choice. And your offensive line was always disrespected. People used to say, oh, that's not one of the better lines. But then you guys went out there and got the jewelry. I thought that was a huge component as to why you guys were able to overcome all of the naysayers and the experts who really doubted you.
1: Well yeah, I mean, you know, you get drafted low and low rounds, you know, you you come in with the chip in your shoulder on your shoulder and uh you know, that's how I came in, that's how I came in playing and you know, I'm sure Brandon mid round, you know, draft pick, you know, and Derek Ward the same way, you know, getting picked up late, you know, so you know, we all came in with chips on our shoulders, um, you know, and with our, our scrappy, uh, offensive line that everybody, you know, downed and, and, and they wanted to prove each other, you know, r- prove everybody wrong and, you know, prove us that they were the best. And, you know, we, we always knew it. You know, we knew that if we had our line and, and us, uh, us three in the backfield, we knew we were good. One of the things that I always admired about you, and I've always said
0: pound for pound, you're one of the toughest game day guys I've ever seen in this league. The foot injuries that just continuously uh, hampered you. And I remember it was a few years in, you had said, you know, I had that in college, too. Did you have expectations as to what you would wind up becoming in the pros, knowing that you were going to have to overcome a tremendous amount of pain in your feet?
1: Uh, You know what? I I never knew (laughs) that I would have this much, you know, going on with my, my feet during this you know during the nfl i never knew that, that that would happen um you know i just had these these uh these fifth metatarsal fractures out of nowhere i ran o- almost on the outside of my feet so the way i ran kind of kind of formed that and uh you know it was just these fractures that that stopped me or slowed me down during the season i was able to you know get through and and you know they would. You know, inject my, my bones with, with different stuff to, to get me through games and, you know, it helped, but you know, it was just a pain I dealt with during the, during the week that, you know, that I couldn't practice and I had to, you know, I had to play, just, you know, get ready for the games.
0: Like you said, it was your style of running that kind of led to that problem, but at the same time, I got a hunch you wouldn't have changed a thing because, my goodness, your career is something to be proud of.
1: Oh, definitely. I wouldn't take anything from it. Um, you know, I, I love the game. I play with heart. Um, you know, and, and the physical part is probably my favorite part of it. Um, I love to hit people. Um, I played defense in high school and all through Little League and, and whatnot. So, you know, that the, the physical part was just uh, a nature of my game. We always
0: talk about some of the signature plays when we talk about the Giants' history, and of course, the Buffalo uh, game and and the Super Bowl touchdown, and so forth and so on. Are there plays that still stick in your mind today that maybe other people don't think about, but in your mind, you're particularly proud of that you made?
1: Um, You know, there's a lot of things. Um, You know, if you go to the Super Bowl, my rookie year. I can't even remember the incident where I smacked the ball out of bounds or I tried to smack the ball out of bounds and ended up smacking it backwards, um, but we ended up getting on it. Um, and then another time, you know, me and Eli fumbled a draw play, um, and somehow, somehow one of the guys from the Patriots jumped on that ball, but I was able to get in that pile and, and wrestle him for the ball and get it back. And, you know, that's just one of my, my – my, uh I guess you'd say my one of my assets is just being scrappy and you know knowing if it's a ball on the ground and it's me and another guy, I'm going I'm going to be the one that comes out with it.
0: Right, you knew Coughlin was going to give you a hard
1: time if you didn't. No, definitely, <laughs> I definitely knew that. I was getting that ball back no matter what.
0: What was it like in in your mind playing for coach Coughlin who was so demanding but yet my goodness he was loyal to guys who put it out there on game day and he
1: had tremendous respect for what you brought to the table. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, coming in with coach Coughlin it was it was tough, um, you know, he was he was hard on the younger guys. Um but for me, I looked at it looked at it as you know, just somebody who could push me and make me better, and you know that's what he did every day. You know, he was pushing me. He'd all you know, he'd come on, Brad, come on, Brad. You know, and I could hear him. I can hear that now. You know, and to this day. So, you know, I mean, he was just a, a like a father figure for me as I came in. Uh, you know, my father passed as well, so he you know he was just you know he was just there to push me and keep me keep me going, keep me keep me uh, steady and make sure I was straight on the field. And he was, you know, like I said, come on, Brad, was a was was a, was a big name. <laughs> it's something he said all the time to me.
0: <laughs> well, now, let me ask you this, because a lot of people always say to me, as tough as he was, the fact that he was fair, and if you earned it, he gave it to you, was the kind of thing that people respected the most. Where did you feel as a young player you earned his respect and you earned your due from him?
1: Uh, you know, I just gave my all. Uh, gave my heart every time I touched the field and you know I think he's seen that Um, you know he's seen how much I love the game and and how much I put into it Um, you know I had 11 surgeries going through my 9 years of NFL my my 9 year NFL career and uh, you know I mean he's seen all the injuries I've been through and you know what I had to fight through to get there and uh, you know just having to to wait for my chance uh, I think he's seen that as well And, and when I had my chance I just tried to take advantage of it and he was there every bit of it and you know and he was he was he backed me the whole time and and that was the the best part of it I mean he he would push you to the limit but you know he he wanted the best for you Boy, when I think of your stats, I think of the
0: 1,000-yard seasons. I don't think of the 11 surgeries. Holy mackerel.
1: Yeah, man, it's, it's a tough game. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's for sure. I, I remember your last year here with the Giants. In the last game, it was a regular season game here. You went over 1,000 yards again. I remember interviewing you on the field, and you were extremely emotional. Your, your respect and connection to this organization is something that really hit home to you. It was quite clear that day more than ever.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I I love to win. Um, You know, stats, stats wasn't a big part of my game. Uh, You know, I didn't care much about them, should I say. Um, It was just all about winning to me. And, you know, I think this organization seen that in me. And, you know, I seen that in this organization. It was, you know, it, it was, it was all about winning. And, you know, that's, that's what it's about. Let me ask you
0: about some of your teammates quickly before we get, that, get out of here. Eli Manning, of course, uh, the game in San Francisco, the playoff game in overtime, when he just took an absolute pounding and beating. You know, you weren't the only one who showed toughness uh, on your roster because you had teammates like Eli who obviously put it out
1: there as well. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, that was the greatest part about our team, man. Uh, you know, everybody had a, had a great attribute to it. Um, you know, whether it was, you know, like Eli taking all those hits in that game, uh, you know, it, it was, you know, the O-line, uh, you know, they struggled a lot in that game and it was, it was tough. I mean, you know, San Fran had a lot of good defensive players and, you know, uh, you know, it was it was a, it was a huge battle for us, but, you know, Eli, he, he stuck through it, and, and we were able to be successful at the end of that game, which, you know, you can't ask for much more coming from a lot of the teammates that we had. You know, they we gave it our all to, to win everything, every time.
0: Let me flip the coin of defense for a second and kind of come at this a different way. Is there a defensive player... On on your team, and it was a teammate that you never would have wanted to face on the other side. And I know you eventually did play on on the other side, uh, but while you were here,
1: huh? I can't say I didn't that I didn't want to, because you know, you just <laughs> you you, you want to come back and play play your old team. So there's nobody that I didn't want to play, but. Yeah, you know, you, it's, it's guys like O.C. Yermanur that, that just, you know, dominates the edges. Uh, you know, Justin Tux that can, you know, dominate the edge, dominate the middle. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't, like I said, I can't pick out one certain person, but, you know, I know Antonio Pierce was, a, you know, he was a smart individual, you know, and, and every time somebody, you know, every time we did anything offense, he was, he was ahead of it, you know, so to be able to play against him would have been fun. Um, you know, but, to practice against him every day, I think it just made us better. When I last saw you last
0: summer, we were talking about the rookie Saquon Barkley coming in, and we didn't have a body of work to look at. Now that you've seen some of the tape of this guy, my goodness, as a running back, what opens your eyes about this young fella?
1: Uh, everything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he can do a little bit of everything. And I, that's, that's, I think that's, you know, how I played the game. I felt like I, I could do everything. Um, but this guy, he's, he's so explosive. Um, he's so fast. He's, he's so smart. Um, you know and then just the best thing about him man he just he he loves to learn he loves to get better and you know i just got through talking to him just now he took my number and you know i told him anytime he needed anything he's you know he he sent me his number and you know f- from there you know he's he's just He's just a book, you know. He just—he's just something that you can just learn from yourself. From me, you know, looking at him, I, I feel like you know I can help him in different ways, and he can help me in a lot of different ways. Of, you know, just just knowing and knowing the game from his aspect, you know, I think he he sees the sees the game a lot faster than a lot of guys his age.
0: Well, I'm sure he will call you and ask you right. questions, but let's just say there's one piece of unsolicited advice that you would say, hey, Saquon, you got to get this down. It's mandatory
1: if you're going to continue succeeding in this league. Uh, you know what? Just protecting yourself um, at this age and, and, you know, where he's at, first, second year in, in the league. uh, You know, protecting yourself is a is a key. Uh and that has to do with, you know, running out of bounds when you have to. Uh going down when you have to. You know, and that's that's just things I learned to do when I was in the NFL that I didn't know as a as a rookie in the second year. I just wanted to punish everybody that I that I seen, you know. But you have to get smarter in NFL. You have to you have to get smarter. I mean you get you get older but you have to get smarter.
0: They're bigger and stronger in this league, aren't they? And (laughs) smarter. So
1: so it's, uh, you know, that's one thing I give them is just, you know, just know, know when to get down, know when to get out of bounds and save yourself. And, you know, he'll play a long time.
0: Well, my Bradshaw, it is always great to see you. Thanks and continued success in whatever it is that you do.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me.
0: That's Giants running back legend Ahmad Bradshaw. I want to remind everyone that the Giants huddle can be found on Giants.com, your Giants app, and all of your favorite podcast platforms and services, including TuneIn and Apple Podcasts. And be sure to leave a positive review and rating. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week on another episode of the Giants huddle. So long, everybody.